When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Come be a part of the greatest stable since the four horsemen. Adfreeshows.com is your home for Arn and all of my other podcasts. And you get every episode from all the shows early, ad-free, and on video for as low as $9 a month. That's just 30 cents a day. Want to add cheese to that Whopper? Adfreeshows.com also has tons of exclusive Arn bonus content, like reliving the very first War Games match or watching back a landmark moment in Arn's career, pinning Hulk Hogan 1-2-3 on Nitro. We also have interactive events where you get to chat one-on-one with Arn during Ask Arn Live, or how about live watch-along events like we did with FTR and Tully. Uh, of course, Arn is not one to toot his own horn, so I will toot-toot. Adfreeshows.com is the best value going in wrestling today. So sign up today or else. Maybe we should have a gun sound effect here. I'm just kidding. Adfreeshows.com. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. It's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Arn. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster. He is Double A. He's the Enforcer. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you, man? Well, this is one of those weeks where I go. <clears throat> hmm. Let me remind you of a few things. This is Super Bowl week, right? Yes, it is. Super Bowl is tomorrow. Super Sunday is one day away. Let me just say this, and I am a Panthers fan through and through, but in this year alone, the Braves have won it all. The Bulldogs have won it all. And now a Georgia boy gets a shot at a ring quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. 
lot to think about. Not for me. I'm going the other way. I'm pulling for Joe Burr. I'm a big Joe Burr fan and I'm pulling for Joe Burr. Uh, he whipped our ass and, uh, we, we learned a lesson or two. And, uh, I think he is going to be one of the next great NFL talents. And I hope that people are talking about him as one of the all-time greats, you know, that nothing happened in Chris parks, the former abyss. He mistakenly said in my presence once that Joe Burrow is the next Joe Montana. There ain't ever going to be another Joe Montana. That's silly, but Hey, Joe Burrow. I'm pulling for him. Although it would be a cool story to see your guy, longtime quarterback, Mr. Uh, Stafford finally get a ring because man, he has just, I mean, he, you talk about just career hibernation, go play in Detroit. And that's what he did. And now it's essentially a freaking home game in his home stadium in LA in a super bowl. It's like out of a movie. So I get why you would be pulling for him. Even if you weren't a damn bulldog fan. But I, I like the way the Bengals are playing, and I think Joe Burr's got that magic right now. So let's go, Burrow. I'm pulling for the Bengals. I am happy that we have some new blood in there, both teams. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. And if we don't get the Georgia boy his ring, I hope it's like 51 47, something like that. Man, it sure would be fun to see. Um, a fun Super Bowl. You know, we've had some really exciting playoffs, maybe the most exciting playoffs. And I, like you, hope that this just keeps that streak going. And this is the most exciting Super Bowl, you know, because I really, honestly, I don't care who wins or loses. I want to see an entertaining game. I don't have any Bengals swag. I don't have any Rams swag. And I'm not going to get any after the game. So I'm just excited to see a great game. And I'm excited to talk about uh, 1987 with you. But before we do, Say it in a loud and clear voice. You're going with the Rams. Got to go with the Rams. Just think that, uh, I don't know. Just got a feeling, but Hey, I'm just hoping for a good game too. I'm not going to lose any sleep over either one going over. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. So, man, let me give you a little life hack, all right? Uh, This past year, I discovered something, I'm not kidding around, changed my freaking life. And I felt so strongly about it, I made almost everybody in my life get it. Our gimmick attorney, Mike Dawkins has one, of course, Arn has one, but man, so does everybody else. I even got Casio kid. One of these for Christmas. I'm talking about chili sleep. Now you've heard me brag about chili sleep for quite a while. I think they've been with us about six months, but these past six months, dude, I've legitimately gotten the best sleep of my life. Last week I took the wife to vacation. Uh, it was her birthday and we went down to the beach and I took a chili sleep with me. I slept nine hours a night on vacation. I mean, I have to set an alarm. I'm sleeping so good right now. I'm talking about eight hours, sometimes nine, even 10 hours of nonstop constant sleep. The energy I feel is such a difference. It's night and day from before. And our man Cassio kid, he tells me he's got the exact same experience. And what's cool about this is both Cassio and I have the double-sided gimmick here. We're talking about the Uller from chili sleep. But you can get it for just one side or you can get it for both sides. 
And buddy, what a game changer. Casio kid likes it cold at night. So do I, his wife and my wife, they like it a little warmer. We're talking different temperatures for different sides of the bed. It's your ideal sleep temperature. That's how you get the best sleep. And science has told us that for a long time, but Hey, I didn't know that being from Alabama. I just knew, man, I sleep better when it's cold. Well, if you want to maintain consistent, deep sleep, you got to lower that core body temperature. Temperature controlled sleep is going to restore your testosterone levels, repair your muscles after a hard day's work. And most importantly for me, improve your cognitive function. So you always start your day feeling sharp and alert. I love talking about chili sleep because they make customizable climate controlled sleep solutions that really do genuinely help you improve your entire well-being. Now chili sleep makes both the Uller and the cube sleep system. I have the Uller. That's what I recommend, but man, try the cube sleep system. Everything they got is a home run over there. No matter what you pick, you're going to wind up with a hydro power temperature controlled mattress topper. Let me explain. It fits over your existing mattress. This is not a new bed. It's a bed hack for your existing mattress. These luxury mattress pads are going to keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep. Whether you sleep hot or cold, you're in control. Chili sleep is going to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili sleep can make that happen. So head on over to chilisleep.com forward slash Arn to learn more and check out a special offer available exclusively for Arn listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash Arn to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up feeling refreshed every night. Hey y'all, I'm not kidding around. If you find yourself waking up once, twice, three times a night, maybe you're flipping your pillow, constantly looking for the cool side. Dude, what are you waiting for? Go to chilisleep.com forward slash Arn and get the best sleep of your life. It's Conrad approved. It's chilisleep.com forward slash Arn. Um, I want to start obviously at the very beginning here, June of 87, you're going to get back in action on June 2nd. It's a TV taping in Spartanburg. You're filming pro that's actually going to air on the sixth. Uh, but you're teaming up with Tully Blanchard. Who's got dark journey by his side now. And you guys are going to pick up a win over Ricky Nelson and Tommy angel in two minutes and 22 seconds. You pin angel with the gourd buster. Uh, any memories of Ricky Nelson or Tommy angel you can share? Yeah, they're good performers. Anybody that's ever seen them, both of them, you know, I think Ricky Nelson still wrestles to this day. And I think runs some small shows around the Carolinas, around the Carolinas. Am I correct in that saying that? You know, I'm not sure. I, I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I am. I think he runs, still runs some small spot shows. Um, and I've bumped into him in Charlotte, you know, out eating a couple times over the years. But Tommy Angel, <clears throat> I think, is with a executive with like the like a beer company or something, isn't he? That's cool. No, that sound I, right? I don't. I don't know him at all. Uh, but hey, good workers, good performers, good guys, and uh, that's what I remember about those two. Let me ask you about. Uh something that happens when this episode airs, because as I mentioned, this is for the syndicated show pro, we would see a commercial that aired on both pro and worldwide, uh, where there's a a commercial for the Crockett cup VHS. Now, of course, this is the 87 version. Um, but we often hear about when you worked for Vince McMahon's WWF, 
he had so many products out there that were licensed and what have you, that you would get a royalty statement that sometimes would be inches thick of everything that had been scanned with your likeness on it, everything that had been sold, all the returns and what have you. And I'm just curious. I know this is a much smaller promotion, but this is very much the era 1987 where you're starting to hear guys like, man, did you hear the iron sheet got 300 grand or 80 grand or whatever the number was for his doll? Of course we know that was the LJN action figure, but are you seeing any sort of royalties or, or any sort of bump in pay or any consideration for things like the Crockett cup VHS? Aren't showing us the letter zero with his hands. Uh, so I guess that's a no. It's hard to even speak about it <clears throat> because really when you go back and think about it, it just is not right. But again, in that same mouthful, I'm making more money Conrad than I've ever made in my life. Right. More than I ever dreamed. And I certainly, because I wasn't, aware, I guess, of the fact that I was entitled to some of that VHS money and that was just the right thing to do. And, you know, there's times in this business where you have to stop and go, Hey, hold on a minute. This is just wrong. Here's the right thing to do where I'm concerned. That would have been one of those times because I would imagine we were as selling as many of those VHS tapes as anybody else. You know, I don't know that we ever got any figures. It's a different animal because the tapes sold for more money, but they weren't as readily available. Uh, it was kind of a hard thing to get. I mean, I guess you could write in and send a check and what have you, but it was a totally different era. So it's, it's interesting for me to think about how well monetized something like that would have even been. Uh, but to your point, no matter what it was, you got zero. Um, but it's not as if, uh, the Crockett's were flushed with cash. Of course we know they're already running in the red here by 87. And it's just going to get worse as we move on into 88. Uh, I do want to ask about something else that started to be promoted. This pro episode that aired on June 6th is the first time we hear Jim Crockett jr. Talk about the match beyond. And he says that that is going to debut as a part of the Atlanta Omni stop for the great American bash tour. So when the great American bash tour for 87, which was a success in 86, depending on who you ask, when it rolls into Atlanta and you're at the Omni, which is, you know, one of the two biggest arenas and, and most important arenas that Jim Crockett runs, we're going to debut the something they're calling the match beyond. What'd you think of that concept? When did you hear it called that? And when did you know what in the heck war games was going to be? Well, probably the same time the fans did, mm. you know, it was, um, the concept alone, you know, I don't remember exactly when, okay, here's, here's my vision for war games, doom, 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 doom. I don't remember when that is, but I just remember whenever that was, whatever the date I went, <clears throat> that's interesting. The concept was you had this 30 minutes of blood and guts that you neither team could win until everyone was in the cage and then you could determine a winner. That was the first time anything like that had ever, I think, been on TV, been on air, been in a live event. I mean, just the concept. You got to go 30 minutes, 
once everyone's in the cage, now you can determine a winner. That whole concept was interesting to me. No doubt about it. I mean, it is, uh, still probably one of the favorites of everybody listening to this. And a lot of that is because of what you guys did in the first one. And we're going to talk about that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance, if you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance, super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes, and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. But before we do, we got to talk about what happened in Dorton, uh, the Dorton arena, rather, uh, it's a Raleigh on June 4th, and we're going to see Robert Gibson take you on in singles action. Ricky Morton is going to take on Tully Blanchard in singles action. What do you think of this creative? We're going to split up, uh, the tag team champions because at this point, Ricky and Robert have the belts and we're going to have them wrestle essentially another tag team, but in singles matches. Well, you know what I would have to do to be fair. I would have to go back a year and look at the number of times we were in Dorton, the number of times we wrestled the rock and roll express to go, okay, that's enough. What are we going to do? Let's do something different. Now, de- depending on what the outcome was to those two matches, um, I hope you're going to tell me that both of those guys won. Uh, you have that, that info? You lost, and Tully and Ricky went to a draw. We should have both lost. I agree. Now, what Now what was Tully the TV champion was for the TV title? That's right. Tully was the TV champ. Okay. Ricky should have went over after the allotted time where Tully would have kept the belt. Yeah. What you always want to do is, you, you know, you can build a baby face very easily. And you know how you do that? He wins every time you see him. That's what good guys do. Yeah. 
and don't kill the bad guys. All you got to do is hand me a microphone and let me explain to you what you thought you saw. Are you going to believe that? Or are you going to believe what I tell you happened? Right. And, and that's how good old heels survive. Uh, the next day, June 5th, you've got 4,500 fans in Richmond. You're going to pick up a win over Todd champion. The main event that night, which is kind of fun is Ron Garvin and Jim Cornette in a steel cage match. It lasted two minutes and a punch did it, which is really fun. Uh, and then the NWA super bouts are going to air. This is a special that aired, uh, on June 6th, 1987. And it featured the closing moments of Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson versus the NWA tag team champions, Rick rude and Manny Fernandez, where they're explaining Morton and Gibson have won the titles, but here's what's here's what's interesting. The footage is actually from a non-title match earlier in the year. And during the segment, the commentary team never refers to rude by any name only as Fernandez's partner. Now, of course they're doing all of this because Rick rude's gone. He's now joined the world wrestling federation. And Vladimir Petrov is actually going to replace him on some of the initial, uh, cards, but this all goes down at that June 2nd TV taping They're They're saying in commentary, oh, well, Rick rude was injured and, and that's why, you know, they lost the match and they lost the titles to, to Ricky and Robert, but this is sort of almost like, uh, I don't know, a phantom title change, if you will. God, that sounds really confusing, doesn't it? Well, see, back in May, on May 30th, in Florence, South Carolina, as the story goes, Ricky and Robert were supposed to defeat Rick Rude and Manny Fernandez to regain the titles, but they couldn't because Rude had already quit and left. So Rude's not there. Rude's last shot was earlier in May. I mean, he had been gone for a little bit at that point. What do you remember of Rude no longer being there. I think May 22nd may have been his last match with the company, but either way, here we are in June. And as I like to say, he gone. What was the word in the locker room? When uh rude look for some greener pastures out of here. And, you know, we were starting to be aware, <clears throat> not only had Vince already assembled an all-star team. Now he was going to go back and, uh, whoever was left in various territories, if there were some top guys left or people that he would perceive he could turn into a top guy, he was going to go get them too. He was, he had a broom and he was going to sweep out every territory for every piece of talent he could get. Cause got to remember he's running three towns in those days. They're on fire. So, you know, I just, I don't remember the conversation about rude and leaving and, of course, you know, it's easy to spot the body. He was tailor-made for WWE. So we're back on TBS, uh, June 6th, 1987. Of course, uh, we're in Atlanta and we're going to see you pin chance McQuaid with the gourd buster. And during the match, we get a shot of major league ball player and hall of famer, Lou Brock, who's shown on camera. How fun is this, man? You got one of the all-time greats in the house watching you do your thing. Did he tell you about us going out back and having a foot race? No, that happened. It happened and I smoked him. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's video footage of that. Well, you don't believe me. No, I believe everything you say, sir. 
And when we got to the finish line, just to really rub his nose in it, I slid in. <laughs> one of the one of the pleasures and privileges of being in the wrestling industry over the years I've found is you know, <clears throat> there's other athletes that are fans of ours just like we're fans of theirs. You'll find that that professional athletes, whatever it is, whether it be boxing, wrestling, baseball, football, whatever, we're all fans of guys that can do things athletically that we can't. And Lou Brock would be one of those guys. And it's like, you just, you know, you sit there like any other fan would, you're just in awe of them. And, uh, he was so polite, been a wrestling fan, told us he had been a wrestling fan for a long time. It was like a mutual admiration society, but it's, it's one of the privileges that we have getting to meet guys like that and ladies. I want to mention, uh, if you're a younger listener and you don't know about Lou Brock known for his ability to steal bases, used to hold records for his career and single season. I think he finished with nearly like a thousand stolen bases. So Arn's little quip about beating him in a foot race and sliding in there. You get the tongue in cheek reference. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Running is not one of my strong suits. And if it were, it still wouldn't be enough. Afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? What interferes with your happiness? Check out betterhelp.com slash ARN. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They'll allow you to connect in a safe and private online environment. It really is so convenient. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors. If needed, it's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they've even got financial aid available. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors located near you. By the way, licensed professional counselors are also there who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and even self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And we recommend you check out their testimonials that are posted daily at betterhelp.com. And by the way, BetterHelp has been such a sensation and so helpful across all of America that they're now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash ARN. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash ARN. That's better. H E L P.com slash ARN. 
That's betterhelp.com slash Arn. And we thank betterhelp.com for sponsoring today's program. It is kind of fun. This whole phantom finish where the rock and roll express are now the champions. They're going to start the, the program pretty hot here on TBS, trying to recap and catch us all up. And then Tony Schiavone does his best to explain that the, the bash tour is going to kick off July 1st in Lakeland, Florida, and then Landover, Maryland, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Dallas, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and the Freebirds are going to be a part of the event. And then they bring in Jim Crockett who talks about the 4th of July show. And he starts to plug the match beyond, which is obviously going to be the war games, but man, this is, um, this is fun stuff here. You know, I mean, we've covered a lot of fun, Jim Crockett promotions, things in our March through your career, the creation of the Crockett cup, some of the big starcades that bash tour from 86, but the war games, man, it's going to be the hot topic for the entire summer. Uh, I also want to mention that we're also going to see Barry Windham have an interview here where he's going to challenge big Bubba to a part of a turn to be a part of a tournament in Houston to determine the Western States heritage champion on some level. Did you ever think we got too many freaking champions around here? We got world tag team champs. We got us tag team champs. We got national champs. We got TV champs. We got us champs. We got mid Atlantic champs. Lord, we got too many champs. Certainly the Western States heritage champion was too many, way too many. You can never have, there was no history. Yeah. It just came out of nowhere. It was just basically to, to try to enhance somebody that didn't need enhancing. Barry Wyndham didn't ever need to be a champion at anything. When he was as good as he was at this business, it's all he needed to be. He didn't need to be the world champion, didn't need to be world tag champions or any of that stuff. All he needed to do is go out and just perform and win on a regular basis. Also on this show on TBS, we would see footage from the UWF of Dick Murdoch assaulting Steve Williams after Wilding's, uh, Williams beat Eddie Gilbert and he broke Doc's arm. And on commentary, which we can hear on the broadcast here on TBS, it's Jim Ross and Ted DiBiase. What's interesting, of course, is DiBiase is not going to be coming in here. He too has gone to work for Vince and he's going to become the million dollar man. And you're seeing a couple of guys who were once year old running mates, uh, like, uh, Ted DiBiase and, 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 and Rick rude. He was a part of the promotion, both going to greener pastures. Did you ever consider having a conversation with Vince in 1987? No, we were still making, you know, you know, if there was expenses going out on the other end, we weren't privy to that. We were still making more money than we'd ever made. I was anyway. And that's all I could go by. I wasn't wanting to, you know, business was still hot. I would still enjoy working with the guys and being with the company and all that. You know, it was a Jim Crockett promotions was like a family. And the guys were all close. And it was, uh, you know, even as crazy as the schedule was and the skipping around and all that, I can't tell you the stories, the horror stories of the guys in New York that got passed down secondhand or whatever to us. They would go, yeah, guys, hey, we're making money, but let me tell you something. They hand you a stack of, of plane tickets and you're gone for 40 days, 45 days at a time, whatever it may be. And it's on a, the first flight out. 
it's a six o'clock flight. And if you don't make that flight, that ticket's no good. So the fact that we had the option to be traveling on those private planes was a huge, huge benefit. I wonder if that, uh, the cost of that private plane was being underwritten by those VHS sales. And if it was, that's fine. (laughs) I'm just saying it's so crazy to think. (laughs) I mean, this is a time where, and I I realized that I, I say that tongue in cheek and some of our listeners may not get the context. But here in 1987, Vince McMahon, who make no mistake is the biggest promoter in wrestling by a country mile. As we say here in the South, he's still flying commercial, but the doggone horsemen and the Crockett's nay, nay, they got not one, but two private planes. It really is unbelievable when you think about it in hindsight, but unfortunately, maybe that's part of the reason that there's still a WWF and there's not a W a Jim Crockett promotions. Well, yeah, he figured out, you know, it doesn't matter if you're getting marketing checks or you're getting your your payoff check for the week's work or the two weeks or whatever it was. Big checks all going into the same account will wake you up and it'll make you forget about how difficult the travel is. I mean, when you're getting 40, 50, I heard the Iron Sheik. Now, that, this has went up and down as far as the number. I heard he got a 80 grand quarterly marketing check mm-hmm. when, his, when his figures just came out. Now, I've heard 60. I've heard everything in between. But say it was 60. That's for a quarter. That's free money because they put out a figure on you, you know, a wrestling, a wrestling doll. When you get a couple of those, it wakes you up to, hey, you know, yeah, I got an early flight. I'll just buy another alarm clock in case I don't hear the first one. You figure out it's well worth the swap. So let's let's move on. Uh, Oh, I just want to add some context to my Ted DiBiase thing. He debuted for Vince in May, uh, but I think it's like the end of June or very early July before we see the Million Dollar Man character. So maybe that's why it snuck on the air here. Either way, you're back on the road, Greenville, South Carolina. Here you come on June 8th, uh, and it's going to be Arn Anderson teaming up with Lex Luger to take on Jimmy Garvin and Kendall Wyndham. Now that wasn't the original plan. It was supposed to be Jimmy Garvin and Bob Armstrong. We haven't spent a ton of time talking about Kendall. Any good Kendall Williams stories you can share with us? Kendall was a, you know, he was not a body guy. He was tall, but he was, you know, he was a good performer and, uh, you know, he was one of those guys that you kind of figured, where does he fit? He's going to be somewhere in the, you know, underneath to in the middle somewhere. But, he, you know, he was a good performer. He had learned the business from his dad and from his brother. And uh, he was one of those guys, you know, I would put him in that Sam Houston, you know, spot. You could always get a good match out of him. The people liked him. You could beat the crap out of them and they hated your guts for it. So he was good babyface. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. What are you waiting for? Hurry up and go to savewithconrad.com. Hurry up and start saving money. That's what we're talking about. Keeping more of your own money. That really is what we do at savewithconrad.com. How's this for starters? No house payments for two months. And when it comes time for you to start making payments two months from now, it's going to be the best deal you ever had. You see, not only are we going to get you the best interest rate you ever had, we're also going to help you get out of debt faster and do it with cheaper monthly payments. Now you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. But if you're in a 30 year loan, it's not a matter of if we can save you money. It really is a matter of how much. And I'm sure you know, by now your house is worth more than ever before. Why not use that newfound equity to get rid of your private mortgage insurance? That PMI, as we like to call it, could save you hundreds of dollars each and every month. And you could be paying it unnecessarily. Stop giving your money away. Get rid of your PMI, get the best rate you ever had. And Hey, if you've got credit card debt, what are you doing? The average interest rate is over 19% on credit cards in America, and you know you can do better than that. Plus, the interest you pay on a credit card is not tax deductible. So not only can we get you a better rate, but a greater tax deduction too. If you can get a lower monthly payment and a greater tax deduction and save tens of thousands of dollars by paying your house off faster, why wouldn't you? Hurry, find out how much money you can save for free at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And that's right. Don't forget, skip your next two payments at savewithconrad.com. What was it that kept him from having the success that Barry did? Do you think? Um, having to follow in his dad and his brother's footsteps. He was always, I think compared to the two and Jack Mulligan was a monster. He was a beast. Barry don't have to tell you what Barry was. Barry was one of those top five performers that, that just could do it all. I don't know when we'll talk about Kendall again, but I'm sure some of our younger listeners would be shocked to hear that both he and his father, Blackjack Mulligan were arrested in 1990, allegedly for counterfeiting. Uh, as the story goes, they found like half a million dollars in fake twenties or something like that. Ultimately it gets down to a plea deal and, uh, both of these folks wind up spending 24 months in a federal prison. They get out in 1992, super big scandal, especially if you were somebody who grew up watching mid Atlantic, uh, did you ever hear any sort of rumblings that these guys were, man, I got an idea type of thing, or did this just hit you out of left field? Like it did everybody else. Florida's Florida's. Yeah. I never had any inkling about that. It was one of those things that I went, Holy God. You know, I bet they're going to make an example out of these guys. And they did. How long, how long were they in prison? 24, 24 months. 24 Two. months, buddy. I don't know if I could have, could have handled that. Yeah, rough deal to say the least. Uh, Columbia, South Carolina, June 9th is where you'll be. Uh, and here we'll see Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, and Lex Luger team up with J.J. Dillon and Dark Journey on the outside. Uh, we're going to pick up a win here over Ricky Nelson and a couple of unknowns here at the 42nd mark. 
when Anderson scores the pin with the gourd buster, but after the bout, here's where the rubber meets the road. David Crockett comes out to do an interview with the horseman and Dylan says that Blanchard is done facing dusty roads and Blanchard brags about beating dusty roads in Greensboro. Luger says he's the U S champ. And now the tag team titles are coming to the horseman. And you did a promo talking about being the human error behind the reason the horsemen are successful and others aren't. And, um, I, I think it's kind of fun that we're trying new things here. Not only do we have Lex Luger in the fold, but we've got dark journey too. But when there's two folks out there, both JJ and dark journey, is that too much? Do you think in hindsight? To be honest with you, I just didn't question it because I didn't know if there was an answer or what the answer would be. I was so Conrad, I was so focused on, there's no other way to say it, but I was having a hell of a career. Yeah. And if they would have wanted to brought baby doll back out there and had her say, I'm sorry, can I come back and put her out there too? It wouldn't have phased me at all. As long as those opponents across the ring were the quality baby faces that we were getting to work with at that time and getting the TV time and the exposure. I mean, think about all the TV time we got and what, how valuable that was back in those days. And it was, you were able to develop your character. You had plenty of promo time. You had a win just about every week on TV and record time. And it was just, I was so focused on that. The thought that is dark journey taken away from JJ or is JJ taken away from her the thought never crossed my mind. June 11th, there's 1,500 fans here in Cincinnati to see Nikita Koloff beat you by DQ at the 18-minute mark when J.J. Dillon interferes. Nikita Koloff, a cage match, 18 minutes. Boy, you were uh, looking for an easy way out that day, and I don't see one. I should have just found a building to jump off of and did it. Uh, that very same day, there's some bad news when Terry Taylor, who's now a part of the promotion since Jim Crockett has purchased the Watts territory, he's in a pretty bad car wreck. As a result, he's going to lose six inches of his small intestine, four inches of his large intestine and his, uh, his appendix are all removed in the same operation. You don't hear about this a ton, but man, these car wrecks, especially when you got guys driving late at night, uh, you know, hundreds of miles. And sometimes there's alcohol involved. That's not popular. It wasn't legal. It's not the right thing to do, but it happens. And I'm not saying it happened here in this case. I'm just saying in that era, you hear a lot of old timers talking about, yeah, I threw my beer bottles at the, at the road signs. It's just what you did to pass the time in hindsight, boy, we've all learned to do a lot better. But when you hear one of your own getting in a pretty serious car wreck like this and needing some pretty serious surgery. This has to be a wake up call that, Hey man, the danger is not just between the ropes. It's also between the lines. If you had, if you took the amount of miles and the number of wrestlers who were on the road every day and you divided it into car wrecks, such a small percentage, thank God. And it's the only reason it is that small is because God's looking after us. What else could, what else could it be? You got probably on any given night in the territory days, you would have 
oh god probably 15 to 20 cars going up and down the roads dark roads late at night tired again it was not just to back up what you said it was not the right thing to do but we'd have a few beers along the way and uh we have learned better we've gotten smarter thank god we didn't have more accidents but you know when you have when you hear an accident like that it was so rare believe it or not was so rare in those days that you just went, huh, what, how bad is it? And then you find out how bad it is and it wakes you up to your own mortality. But the fact is that very next afternoon, you've got to crawl back in your car and go another 250 miles and then another 250 back. So you think about it and you pray about it, but you can't dwell on it because there's no other way to, to, exist in the business you got to travel to get to work that's it the next day june 12th the beat goes on it's uh arn and lex teaming up with dusty uh, or against dusty and nikita we're at the scope in norfolk virginia there's six thousand folks here and then we've got another matinee tv taping on the 13th back in atlanta this time it's once again a three-way uh, we're showing off man it's arn anderson tully blanchard and lex luger Picking up wins over Mike Force, Cougar J, and Chance McQuaid. And uh, I think that one actually wound up airing on the 13th. But then we had another show on the 14th that aired on TBS as well, a special Sunday edition. On the 13th, we would also see NWA Super Bouts, which was another special. And uh, again, we would see a promo for uh, the Crockett Cup. Tony Schiavone is the sole host of this show, and it's featuring an announcement that the show in Charlotte will be a part of the great American bash tour. And, um, you know, we're just, we're, we're really priming the pump for all things, great American bash. And it feels almost like the entire month of June is really just hype central. You know, once upon a time you were building towards one single show, you know, in more of the pay-per-view era, that's definitely what we did, but here in 87, Pay-per-view is not really a thing. Folks who went to see WrestleMania three, most of them went to see it closed circuit or they were in the building. So they bought a ticket and went into a theater or what have you, or they bought a ticket and went into another arena, not where the wrestling was happening just so they could watch the big screens. So in this era, man, this bash tour, this is where you're, you're hoping as a performer, this is where your quote unquote WrestleMania payday is going to come from. You need a strong showing at the, at the bash, right? hundred percent. That was our livelihood, you know, and we didn't think about, okay, how much does it cost? What's the rent on the building? All that. What we, what wrestlers dealt with and their thought process was, it was a different era period. You got paid off the house. If we did 11,000 people and the gate was 120,000, you didn't go, okay, how much was the building and all that stuff that, that was not your concern. It was just what was the gross? Where was I on the card? And you could, there was a formula that you could just about figure out after being there for a while and figuring out what the payoff system was. You knew about what you were going to make. Then you would start to hear, you know, because, you know, they were smart. The Crockett's were smart. If you were, you know, you were on a, a big house, if you didn't get a big payday on that one, what what do you got? What do you got to look forward to? Now you got one that's half that. Are you expecting half a payoff that you weren't half happy with with the the one that was twice as big? 
you know, that was that was a big deal because there wasn't any marketing money or any of that stuff coming in. And then you would go, okay, let me calm down here a minute. Let's see. That's not a bad payoff because I'm going to go get on this private jet and we're going to go to Charlotte tonight. We normally <laughs> would be spending the night, be spending the night somewhere. So everything figured in. You always had to, I guess, uh, rehypnotize yourself into believing whatever you needed to to get you through the night. Hey guys, I don't know about you, but when the pandemic started, we started wearing a little comfort wear around the house. I mean, Hey, if we're going to be stuck here at home, why bother getting dressed up every day? So we got really used to comfort here at the Thompson household. And then of course, now as things are getting a little more back to normal, we're back out there doing our thing, daddy. But what I have not sacrificed is comfort. Now that's thanks to stance. I recently got a whole bunch of stance swag. And I think we've talked about this before the beginning of the year. I'm addicted to stance socks back in the day. I would wear socks to the office. And as soon as I came home, man, yeah, I wanted to put, take off all my dress clothes, but what was most uncomfortable, the old socks, these stance socks, dude, I'm wearing them right now at home. I can't tell you how much I love stance. Now, one thing that's weird about these socks compared to all the other socks is when I first opened the box, you can feel the quality, you know, quality, when you see it, you know, quality, when you feel it, the stance stuff, not only it looks cool, it's colorful, it's fun. But dude, it is so comfortable. Eric tells me he's loving the underwear too. They've got something for everybody. Now founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and your active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in both style and self-expression because stance believes that everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Here's what we're talking about. Our man, Tony loves him. Some Batman. They got Batman stuff. Everybody knows Dave green, our sales guy. He knows the Wu Tang clan ain't nothing to mess with. Well, they got woo stuff. They've also got stuff from star Wars, the office, Disney, Marvel, baseball, basketball. There's something for everybody, but my go-to dude, it's the socks. If you're going to try one thing from stance, and by the way, I recommend you try it all, but the socks dude, come on. So soft, so comfortable, far superior to anything I've ever had. And stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in those that feel good, do good. So go see for yourself, register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use the promo code ARN at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. Well, I'm sure you were going to be doing some of those tricks because the very next day, um, or actually it's the same day, June 13th. Now this is a busy day because you start your day in Atlanta doing the TV taping that night. There is a UWF show at the Superdome with Steve Williams and Dick Murdoch on top, but there's also a big show for Jim Crockett here in Baltimore. I guess two shows, actually they ran a, we'd call it a spot show, I guess in Florence, South Carolina, but there's 5,200 fans here in Baltimore to see Flair and Garvin on top, but then Arn Anderson in singles action against Kendall Wyndham. But there's two guys who are not going to make that Florence, South Carolina show. Chris champion and Sean Royal. Now to add context to what we're talking about one more time, June 11th is Terry Taylor's bad car wreck that results in this major operation where he's losing part of his small and large intestines and losing his appendix two days later on June 13th, 
Chris champion and Sean Royal are also in a car wreck. This time it's driving from TV here in Atlanta to their spot show in Florence, South Carolina. Sadly, the car would hydroplane in the rain. Both men are thrown through the windshield and the car explodes. Royal suffers a major burns champions. Arm is broken in two places and man, it's rare to hear about a bad accident like this in wrestling. And now you got two, two days apart. What do you remember hearing about this? I'm embarrassed to say I have no recollection of it. And that's frightening. So I'm sure it would have been a huge, you know, topic of conversation because there weren't that many wrecks and having two that bad, that close together. It's crazy. God, the, my ability to remember maybe is, is that's what, uh, somehow God is protecting me from me. Cause there was, that would have been something that would have shook all of us up. Hey, wait a minute. Two, a few days apart. And a car exploding. That's not a sentence you hear very often. This ain't a lethal weapon movie. This is real life. It ain't like hitting a pothole and blowing out a tire and being no. in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana with no help and no way to get any. I mean, that's a, a minor deal when you start thinking about these two wrecks. No wow. doubt. Hmm. Well, you know, wrestling, the show goes on. You're doing a double shot the very next day. You start your day in Asheville, North Carolina, taking on Ron Garvin. And then that night you're back at the Coliseum in Charlotte. You got 6,400 fans there watching you once again, wrestle Kendall Wyndham on top. It's Ric Flair and Jimmy Garvin in a no time limit match. And, uh, it's a no DQ match as well. Chat me up. What do you remember about, um, these double shots in 87? Is there a point where, you know, you're starting to run a little ragged, you get a little road weary, you start to uh, get a little burnout, I think is the phrase, or because they're so close to home, especially on a night, like, well, you're finishing in Charlotte, you're in your own bed that night. Does the schedule and the routing lend itself to No, we were pretty good for that particular day, being the fact that we were close to home and you would end up sleeping in your bed meant everything because there was short drive. You could do it in your sleep. No problem. The fact that I was wrestling Kendall Wyndham was a night off. So that was a double positive on the, that side of the board. That would have been one of those days that I would have kicked back and went, I got it dicked today. And I would. Let's talk about what's next here. Uh, the 15th you're back on the road. You'll be in Greenville, South Carolina. This time you're working in the main event. It's Ricky and Robert against you and Lex, but you're going on last. How would your match change from if you're, if you and Lex were wrestling Ricky and Robert middle of the card versus the main event, besides going longer, does anything else change in your preparation? No, we'd have had the exact same match. We would have had on last, uh, no difference. There wouldn't have been any difference. It would have been me shining those two guys as best I could, making them as big a star as I could, and they would turn around and give that back to Luger, who would come in and start bouncing these guys around a little bit. And uh, at the end of the day and the end of the match, you had three big stars and one human Super Bowl getting his ass handed to them. <laughs> and you know what? The formula worked. Well, the Super Bowl tour would continue the next day, June 16th. You're doing a TV taping at the Cumberland County Memorial Arena in Fayetteville, North Carolina. 
This time you're teaming with Tully Blanchard to get a win over the Italian stallion and Nelson Royal. And during the bout, JJ Dillon is going to cut an insert promo on the war games and the great American bash tour. Uh, and then he says that Anderson and Blanchard are going to be the next tag team champions. Talk to me about what you remember of the war games, hype and build and promotion, <laughs> because man, this is really going to be the talk of wrestling here coming into it, but especially coming out of it. How far off are we still from the very first war games? Couple weeks, point? couple weeks. We're talking generalities and it's going to be a double cage with a roof on it. You can't get out. You can't get in. And, but there were no mechanics of who was going to start, who was going to go second, who was going to go third, fourth, any of that. It was, uh, we were just first stage talking about possibilities and, you know, the, just the, the vision of two cages side by side with a roof on it just sounded, it sounded vicious. And that was really all the talk was amongst our group of guys at that point, because you really, you know, again, every single day you had a different opponent, you were in a different town. This is the thing that, that maybe wrestling fans appreciate and maybe they don't at this point, but talking about it, when you got, when you went to a Greenville, South Carolina, not only did you have to think about what you were going to do that night, uh, you had to remember, what did I do last week? And who was it against? And what did I do two weeks ago? And who was it against? Because those people, a large portion of them were there every single week, every single week. And they would remember from week to week to week. So you had to be smart enough if you wanted to stay relevant, interesting, fun to watch. And if you wanted to be a top guy, you had to remember what you had done and switch it up every single time they saw you so that you were fun to watch. Otherwise, it would just be repetitious of last week. And, hey, and that was – you also had to watch what other guys did in their matches. So – the very next week, you didn't come along and even do something similar. There's an art. There's a, there's a, you know, wrestling is more than just going out there and taking bumps. Oh, for sure. You know, the guys that really get over and that stay over, over the course of time, put a lot of thought into what they do. And I think you will agree with that being around the business like you have as of late. It's thinking man's business. No doubt about it. And I'm wondering what they were thinking when they announced on this television taping that happened on the 16th, it would air on worldwide on the 20th, but we would see an interview with Jim Crockett jr. Talking about the Rhodes Blanchard match from Greensboro. It's going to be a part of the bash. And he says that he stopped payment on a check for $50,000 to JJ Dillon. So instead JCP could sign Rhodes versus Blanchard July 18th in Charlotte as part of the great American bash. But here's the wrinkle. It's going to be a barbed wire ladder match for a hundred thousand dollars. What now I want everyone to appreciate what we're talking about here. This is 1987. And I know that the internet likes to think that Bret Hart invented a ladder match. And I know that everybody wants to praise razor and Sean at WrestleMania 10 as well. They should phenomenal matches. And Bret Hart had some fantastic ladder matches, including one with Shawn Michaels. But this is June of 1987, 
and we're promoting not only a ladder match with dusty and Tully, but a barbed wire one at that. Uh, whose idea is this? <laughs> it could only been one guys. That's dusty, right? <laughs> That's right. Maybe <laughs> listen. One thing, you know, there, there's so many, you know, that's the reason when we talk about the business, like we're doing on this podcast and I remember different things and, you know, and then when you plug those, those memories into what was going on at the particular time for people that were fans, then they go, Oh, I remember that. Now I understand one thing to, to, to understand about this point in time, Dusty had a bad knee. He yeah. never got it. He never got surgery. I would ask him all the time, Dream, when are you going to take a couple of days off and get that thing at least scoped or something? Uh, a guy his size with a bad knee climbing a ladder is not an easy task, especially when you're going to do it several times. It's not the best choice of matches for him physically. And the fact is, if you didn't know he had a bad knee, Maybe you didn't notice, but I noticed because I would see him trying to get up and, and down in his chair on the plane and down the steps of the plane and all those things that other people didn't see. So that could have only been his call and his creation for that night and knowing that Tully would, you know, work around him and do the best best that he could with that match. That's where it came from. That's who came up with it, and it was just one of those rarities. I bet, I bet they didn't have another one. That was the only one, right? It is. And in this same show, uh, Bob Cottle is going to have uh, an interview with dusty Rhodes, who's seated with Magnum TA. And they're talking about the June 6th match in Greensboro against Blanchard. And he said, referee, Tommy young is the best in wrestling. And, uh, Rhodes is going to say he's going to get his money back in Charlotte during the bash. And Magnum says he was told he would never walk again, but he did. And he's going to step inside the ring again. And he has plans for Blanchard, man. What a feel good moment that is just to hear those words fall out of his mouth. I mean, fans had to be eating this up. I had goosebumps. You could hang a hat on. Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I just, you know, like I said, it's one of those things. It hit us hard. And we don't talk about it when we're going through our schedule of daily shows and all that, but it was always in the back of our head. It was mine. I, I want to tell you, I thought about him every single day and I would try to get an update on him every week. And it was one of those things that hearing him say he's going to get back in the ring. It was like, yes, yes. And it was just him being a stubborn, tough son of a bitch. They're just refused to be crippled. And to this day, I see him at these, these signings and stuff. And he, you know, he maneuvers his way around, gets a lot of help from his son. You know, he's, he's motorized, but it's one of those things that I, you know, I look at my hand and, and I go, okay, that hand's not very much used to you. But I look at Magnum and go, if he's tough enough to make it through the day and have a, have a normal life, please shut up and quit whining. And it's a lesson that I've carried with me all these years. And I still do. I think about him at least every couple of days. 
You would uh, do another TBS taping on the 17th, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson against Dalton and Sullivan. Then we're uh, back here taping again on the 18th, uh, again at TBS. Uh, this time it's Arn over Dexter Westcott. Uh, we're back on the road on the 21st. We've got 4,500 fans there in Greensboro at the Coliseum to see Nikita beat Arn Anderson. On the 22nd, it's a TV taping in Greenville, South Carolina. You and Tully would team up to take on Tommy Angel and Ricky Nelson. I think we know who won. Uh, and then we see a dark match that same show. It's Barry, Ricky, and Robert taking on Tully, Arn, and Lex. Man, you talk about some talent. That is a Hall of Fame crew right there. In a single match, Barry Windham, arguably the greatest wrestler in the world in 87. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, arguably the best tag team in the world in 1987. Against Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson, two of the best that ever did it, and a guy who looked like he stepped out of a fitness magazine, Mr. Lex Luger, the quote unquote future of the business. That's a pretty damn strong dark match right there for Greenville, is it not? Yep, and we did not shortchange him. I guarantee you we went twenty five minutes. You, you you talk about that, but wait till we get a few days down the road. June twenty third, we're at the Sundome in Tampa. It's Ricky and Robert taking on Arn and Lex. Uh, the baby faces get a win by DQ, but on the 26th, we're back in Greenville, North Carolina. It's Ricky and Robert taking on Tully and Arn in the main event. And it goes to a 60 minute time limit draw. Now this is not something that we had seen a lot in this era of Jim Crockett, but boy, this is old school mid Atlantic, a tag team main event. And it goes to a 60 minute time limit draw. Four of the best that ever did it. Arn and Tully versus Ricky and Robert. I wish this was on tape. I'd love to watch that as soon as we finish. So would I. And this goes to my son, Brock, who tells me all the time when I tell him, oh, we did an hour with these guys or those guys or whatever. And he goes, you can't, you couldn't wrestle an hour. Well, there it is. I, I know it happened at least once. <laughs> at, at least once. And once is all I need for my argument. Well, just point to it. It's June 26, 1987, Greenville, North Carolina. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Brock. Come on. Yeah, you punk kid. Yeah, uh, you're going to learn something around that house one day, just walking to a gourd buster. Uh, June 27th, 6,300 fans there in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Ricky and Robert are going to pick up a win over Arn and Tully here. Uh, there's a matinee show on the 28th in Rock Hill. Unbelievably, there's only 600 fans there. Uh, but I guess it's done more studio style anyway. It's Arn and Tully taking on Ricky Nelson and Dexter Westcott. Uh, the 29th, you're in Greenville, South Carolina again. And once again, what do you know? Ricky and Robert on top, taking on Tully and Arn and a 60 minute time limit draw. So you did it on the 26th and you did it on the 29th. Dude, you're just a wrestling machine out here. And what town was the 29th? At Greenville. Greenville. Yeah, I'm a yeah. I tried to tell him I'm a cardio freak. He he don't know. He don't know. My God, never took a breath. Never, never, just barely sweat. Whoops, I might have blew it. That might have been overkill. I sweat like a pig. Well, we didn't have you sweating today, but we did have fun talking about June of 1987. We'll be back next week talking about July. Unbelievably, it's bash season. The great American bash is here. And you know what that means? We're going to be talking about lots of new stuff, including the war games. It's all coming your way next week, right here on Arn. Uh, don't forget you get all these shows early and ad free over at adfreeshows.com. You can ask your questions. You can even 
call in and ask a question. That's right. We got call in opportunities now where you can actually hear your voice played on the show and just, uh, ask anything you'd like to hear, which is kind of fun. Uh, in the meantime, by the way, you get bonus content and all these shows early and ad free. Check them out. It's adfreeshows.com. And, uh, we'll see you next week. And next week, Arn, we'll know who has won the Super Bowl. And I promise not to even bring it up because I know it's going to be a sore subject for you either way. Cause you don't like to spike the ball on me. If I'm wrong, I learned that when your bulldogs beat my crimson tide, but you also won't take a victory lap. So we'll, we'll just lay off the super bowl talk next week. And I hope you enjoy the game tomorrow with, with the missus. As long as you and I enjoy it, we got some sweet snacks, baggy shorts on. We're good. I don't really give a shit who wins. Be honest with you. I don't either. If we, if it comes down to it, do we really care as long as it's not nine to three? Yeah. I don't want that. Not, not nine to three would be great. Keep our fingers crossed and let's do what the sports fans do. Let's just enjoy the game. Everybody enjoy your super Sunday and we'll be back next Saturday, each and every Saturday. You know what time it is. It's time for Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round together. It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.